Chapter 1 Then Baal ruled for many years in the land of Shield's clan. He was a beloved sovereign, famous among the folk after his father had passed hence, the prince from his earthly dwelling. Unto Baal an heir was born, noble Halfdana, who graciously governed the Danes over the course of his long life, and proved unvanquished in combat. This warrior prince begat four children, Herogar, Hrothgar, Halga the Brave, and Irsa, who, I heard, was queen and consort, to Onela, king of the Swedes, and dearly cherished bedmate of this war leader. To Hrothgar was granted such success in battle and glory in combat, that all his kin obeyed his bidding, and his band of youthful followers grew to be a mighty army. Hrothgar then took it into his mind to command the people to construct a mighty building, a great mead-hall, which the sons of men would celebrate for ages to come. Therein he would allot to young and old all the spoils of battle which the Lord had bestowed upon him, save for common lands and the lives of slaves. Then heard I that far and wide orders were given unto many a tribe to build and adorn this great mead-hall. Quickly it came to pass that it was completed, as Hrothgar had ordered, the greatest of hall buildings. He whose word held wide sway over many a land named it Herat. Whereupon Hrothgar broke not his vow. He commanded a banquet to be held, and granted rings and riches to those who gathered at the table. The great hall towered o'er the countryside, tall and wide-gabled, awaiting the fierce flames of the raging fire that would in time engulf it when the fatal feud between Hrothgar and his daughter's husband would burn Herod to the ground. Then a powerful demon, who dwelt in darkness, grew exceeding wrathful upon hearing the din of the light-hearted revelry and the music of merrymaking that issued forth from the mead-hall every day. There was dulcet harp-music and the sweet song of the minstrel, singing of the creation of man, of how the Almighty wrought the world, of fairest fields enfolded by water, of how he gloriously set the sun and moon to lavish their luster upon the land-dwellers, of how he adorned the face of the earth with boughs and leaves, and of how life also he created for every creature that breathes and moves under heaven. Thus abided these noble warriors amidst pleasure and plenty, till a fiend from the netherworld began to wreak evil, that specialty of hell. This dreadful demon was called Grendel, he haunted the moors, dwelt in the marshes, the desolate heaths and wasted swamps. This wretched creature had sojourned for a time in the land of the race of giants, that spawn of Cain whom the Creator had exiled forever for the killing of Abel. The Almighty rejoiced not in that feud, but banished Cain far from the sight of mankind for his misdeed. From thence sprang all manner of ill-favored creatures, ogres, evil spirits, goblins, sea-monsters, as well as the giants who strove against God for many eons, until he finally exacted fitting retribution upon them in the great flood. Then, when night was come, Grendel went forth unto the great hall to see how the warriors betook themselves to rest after their reveling was done. And therein he found them, this band of noblemen, reposing after the feast, thinking not on sorrow or misfortune, nor the misery of man. Whereupon Grendel tarried but little. This monster of damnation, grim and greedy, savage and strong, seized thirty thanes from their slumbers, and slew them. 
From thence he hastened unto his lair, laden with the carcasses of the slaughtered, exulting in his prey. In the light of dawn, as the day was breaking, the men came to know the fearsome might of Grendel. Then was a great lamentation upraised after the feasting, a heartfelt cry of mourning. Hrothgar, the renowned ruler, a leader exceeding good, sat stricken and sorrowful. When he saw the tracks of that hateful fiend, that accursed demon, Hrothgar suffered bitterly, and sorrowed for his lost men. His distress was too hard, too long, and too unbearable. It was not a longer lapse than the next night, when Grendel began anew his ruthless rampage. The monster felt no remorse, for he was too bent on malice and murder. Wherefore the warriors sought out a safer distance, and slept at night in the outbuildings, a bed after the banquet.